What is happening, folks? Welcome to episode 01 of Fluff and Gruff Podcast. It's our premiere episode where we try and make a very own podcast and fail miserably. But it'll be good fun nonetheless. My name is Nate, and you will be knowing me as The Gruff. I am joined by Emma, who is known as The Fluff. Say hello to the nice people. Hi! Yes, you'll notice that she sounds like she's on helium permanently. <laughs> we are here to talk about video games, movies, and everything in between, from TV to comics and all pop culture stuff. Um, so, if you've never met us before, I stream and work and do all sorts of things, but I always have a controller in my hand at least some point throughout the day, or a keyboard at my fingertips. And Emma is always sat with an art tablet close enough that we can... Do shit. <laughs> do, do shit. Uh, as well as being a potato on the sofa. I am permanently glued to that sofa now, especially now I have my PlayStation and my Switch there. <laughs> leather and it's hot, you can't not be like glued to that. It's like having to peel yourself off it. Yeah, and I bought that nice gaming laptop and I haven't really used it. When have I'm... you actually played a game on that gaming laptop? League. Uh, League. League and Overcooked. Overcooked. That's about it. Uh, so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about three specific things. Uh, we're still planning out how our podcast is going to work, but it looks like it's going to be going through this. Uh, so we're going to choose who we are, and then we're going to be talking about the Switch Lite uh, Special Editions, as Doom Eternal has announced its special edition. It looks pretty fucking sick. And then we're going to be talking about the movie that we've seen uh, mid-summer. This podcast is going to be uh, fortnightly, I think we agreed on. Yeah, because I need a break in between. <laughs> yeah, our lives are not that interesting to do one weekly. No, no. Sadly. No. Sadly not. Um, anyway, um, what have you been playing with? What are you watching? What are you playing? What are you doing, girl? What am I doing yeah. with, my li- with my life? What are you doing, girl? <laughs> uh, playing through Persona 5. Really late to the party, but you bought it for me as a congratulations yeah, gift. So it was finally time to try that. And I'm eight hours in, but I'm sure I'm not where I should be at eight hours because I keep dying. <laughs> you figure out which waifu you're going to get yet? Which waifu? I don't know the options yet, but uh, blo- okay. Blondie's looking. Blondie's my type anyway. <laughs> and if I could get with the cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's pretty cute. Oh, what, not as like uh, a, oh, you mean Morgan? Yeah, not as a... Because the, the first girl is the cat as well. She looks like she's cat is, isn't she? she? There's another cat girl. The first the first girl you meet? Oh, yeah, but she's got bunches normally. I, I wasn't thinking about her she's outfit. Just a that outfit she's doesn't... just a Catherine ripple. That doesn't do it for me. <laughs> but, she's like the only one that gets any colour. Oh. I think. She's the only one in red. The rest of them are like black. Oh, I do like the, the red outfit. It's just... She is cool. I can't remember her name. What's her name? Anne. Lady Anne. Annabelle? No. Yeah. No. I'm pretty sure she's The cat calls her Lady Anne. Oh, well. Or Lady Anne. Because it's American. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas I have been playing fucking everything Apex, Team Fight Tactics, Witcher 3. Yeah. Oh, that game's good. Uh, I'm currently no. through a blind play of it on Twitch, which is awesome. Uh, I kind of I like Goral. It's kind of tasty. <laughs> Although, him as um, fucking. Who is playing him in the film? Like he's completely spaced. Superman. <laughs> yeah, Superman. Um, Did you say Superman or Super Nan? Because Superman's yeah. playing him, but Super yeah, Superman is a... with a fake top lip. Um, uh, Henry. Henry Cavill, thank you. That's it. Um, yeah, he's playing him. And he looks like a really chiseled version. He looks like an American version of a Russian character, which is really weird. But apparently it's based on the books and not the video games. Yeah. So he's I... all right. The wig just looks really cheap. Like they didn't give him no RuPaul's Drag Race kind of wig where it's like nice lace front. It's from like Party Planet. Okay. 
Yeah. Never watched Loophole's Drag Race. Oh, they have good. They have good ass. Wits. I don't know why, but when I think Loophole's Drag Race, it's just a bunch of blokes dressed as women in like high heels trying to like do a hundred meter sprint. Kinda. Really? It feels like that. It's a lot of drama. <laughs> oh, right, right. But I'm always like, oh. I can just about put my eyebrows on equally. But I just literally think it is a race between drag queens. That'd like be a sprint. Oh, that'd be that'd be fun. And dangerous. Many broken ankles. Maybe if they did it like a strut to the finish line. No, it's I gotta be it's, it's a race. It's gotta be like a wigs would be flying. They'd be snatched. It's just basically the Olympics, but a bunch of blokes dressed as women in the Olympics. I'd say we watch it together, but you'd ruin it for me. <laughs> Probably. I've ruined everything we watched together. Um, speaking of watching, we've been slogging our way through season six of Supernatural. Yes. I think so. Uh, the one with the, the Leviathans, the awful CGI yeah. and the boring storyline. I, I knew, I've already seen like parts of these of this season and I remember it being dull as fuck. Yeah, I feel like I dropped out because I remember the bit with Castiel and the lake and then yeah. I pretty much think I went... You've taken Cass away from me, therefore I don't want to watch anymore. And then I remember coming back in when Felicia, Felicia Day comes back into it. Because mm, she, yeah. she's cool. My Do babe. Some Felicia Day. Yeah. Um, I need to watch The Guild again. Yes. 100%. Yes. She's bringing out her second book, which. I saw you tweeted about it. Yeah. That's quite to, cool. Need to prove What's it. about? I think it's like a self help book. Fair. Rather than another one, which was obviously an autobiography, which was really interesting. I don't read books. Get comments. the audio book. Um, <laughs> also, I, I watched season three of Stranger Things in a day, and it was fucking awesome. Uh, and you... I feel like I started something on my own. I'm watching Glee. <laughs> it's great. It's like actually that. great. The first time I walk through and I'm like, what are you watching? You're like, Glee. That guy's a pedophile. That guy's dead. And it's like, oh. Well, they're both there. <laughs> Fuck. That got dark. It's so good though, but it's really weird when, because obviously I must have been like a young teen when I watched it with my mum, so I'm rewatching it now, it's like... Cringe. Yeah, but some of it's also like really well written and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Is there like, now that you know the truth about like those two guys, there's some really weird undertones? No, no. Really? I wouldn't have ever guessed that one of them was into, yeah, That's and some... the other one was like a druggie. Disney oh. Channel bullshit right there, I think. Mm. not my kind of thing uh, anyway uh, so we've got a couple of things that we're going to cover today and the first one was announced this week oddly enough they skipped E3 and I still can't figure as to why they skipped E3 to announce this but we did have the final announcement after plenty of leaks that the uh, Nintendo Switch Lite is a thing and I don't think either of us can really figure out why it's a thing like so, yeah it's cheaper, but I don't think it's that much cheaper than the, than the normal Switch, is it? I think a normal Switch is around £280 if you get like a regular edition. Obviously ours was more expensive because we have the Pokemon because edition. you Pokemon one. It's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Sure. And that was 330 But this one is 200 and you get... Is it coming in the games? Or is that just it? They, we haven't been announced yet. And I don't okay. think they've announced the special edition version, how so much that's going to cost. Oh, uh, well, there's Pokemon, isn't there? There's the Pokemon one. And I assume that will come with one of the games on it. So that's probably going to add like another 50 onto it. Hmm. You guess. Because that's what they did with the bundle we got, I think. But obviously we got the Pokeball technically for free because... <laughs> what a fucking scam that was. Yeah. Well, I got my Mew. And then we got yeah, rid of it. Yeah, we got rid of it. <laughs> Although... 
So, for those of you who are unaware, Nintendo Switch Lite that's coming out is a Nintendo Switch with a smaller screen, um, no wireless capabilities, I don't think. Like, you can't... Uh, sorry, no, it does have wireless, doesn't it? Because you can use Joy-Cons on it. Yes. But the Joy-Cons that come with it are mounted to the screen. You can't detach them. Um, it's got a longer battery life because it's missing some other features as well. You can't dock it, so you can't upscale it. Um, and it's definitely more for the... Well... Apparently, it seems to be angled more at the more avid handheld fan user, but to me, that's the Switch in general. Yeah, I, I don't get it, because like I said to you, I only ever use the Switch handheld. I only use it on the TV if I'm playing Just Dance, mm. and if we play something together, which is very rare, so it's normally that I'm taking it on the train or I'm laying on the couch or in bed with it, so I'm kind of like, why do you need an even smaller version, unless you're trying to replace the 3DS, which I guess could be viable at this point, but they still bring out games for the 3DS, like Persona 5, the really cute chippy one, came out only for the 3DS, and I was really gutted that I don't own a 3DS anymore. <laughs> See, I've, I've, I jumped off the Nintendo train around the new, uh, no, around the GameCube is what the last time I really had a Nintendo console. I wasn't really into the handhelds. I went for a PSP and that was a mistake. And then when you got one, I've had a, I've had a go on it since and I'm still not a Nintendo fan, but I can see why they are they do okay in the current market. Well, you enjoyed you played Zelda on it. I didn't played you? Zelda, which was I thought phenomenal for what it was, although the weapon degradation system is a joke, but I'll talk about that at other time because <laughs> I could rant about that for like days and days and days um, and it was mostly for a charity event that I did that but oh, yeah. other than that I haven't really picked it up and played anything I played Just Dance yeah we do that together for, for just having a laugh you played um, a bit of Pokemon with me just I to try thought, out the Pokemon I that was wank I was such a bad game no it's not everyone's oh. like oh it's a really good game and it's like it's not it's for people who don't have the energy to go for a walk because you don't no. want to go and play Pokemon. Like, I have not played it on my phone. And this, I hadn't played a Pokemon game since Black and White. So it was great for me where I was like, I don't like playing it's Pokemon games. It's not a Pokemon games. game. It's for me. It's not a Pokemon game. A Pokemon game, you go out, you collect Pokemon, you battle them and you get the little fairy That's things. That's what we did. We did that in there. But you don't. Like, you the, do. The battles are really bad, I I'm find. Not. Like you, you only rarely get battles. And then after you finish it, what do you do? You go around and just throw your balls You have to go against the The last time I threw my balls at someone, peoples. I got arrested. Well, you're disgusting. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, after, I do struggle with the end game contents. Obviously, I went to go battle Mewtwo, but there's nothing for me to level up my Pokemon on apart from the special battles where, again, I don't know how to level up my Pokemon further to actually stand the chance. Do you not level up by capturing Pokemon? You do, but that was that's not fun after a while. That's I, the only bit where it does let me down. I didn't mind it. But were, I was fed up of being like, oh, it's a fucking Pidgey who wants to jab me in the eye. So I, I watched I watched a couple of, of streams of this because people were doing these challenges where they were trying to collect all the shiny things. And I remember grown men acting like they were six because a shiny version of... Uh, sorry, grown adults uh, acting like they were six or so because a shiny version of the Pokemon that had been. And these motherfuckers have been waiting in the same area for like three hours. No, I know people I, that I do that. I cannot grasp the fun in that. Well, I don't, that's not why I play games and I never play a game like that. I never platinum anything. Once I finish the story, I'm pretty much like, 
cool that's, that's it like I keep saying I'll go back to Nino Kuni 2 and finish off my you kingdom you never going back to that game I really should just trade it in but it was such a cute game I'm kind of like oh maybe I will play it was play good it. fun I, I enjoyed really it. loved it and I would go back and Except finish the, my um, kingdom the big combat mechanics when you play as the armies were, were trash oh, that's the only bit I really hate and I hated having to do that because yeah. it made the final big battle thing there's a bit where it forces you to do it and I'm like Ah, uh, yeah. I'm so underleveled for this, and that's where I struggle to do it. But anyway, to swing back to the uh, to the switch light, yes. I I can't get my head around the trade off here. So for a hundred less, and at this moment in time, not including any games, you get a half-assed version of the current switch. Yeah, which you can't play with your friends. You you only lose out in, in very nominal niche games because you lose out on what arms one two switch and just dance which let's be honest no one's particularly crying out for most people really like just dance I think just dance for most people is a good but I think that game. what this is angled whoever this this switch light is angled towards isn't the audience yeah, that they plays playing just, just dance, dance. <laughs> um, they are wanting to play it on the go but I can't grasp. Why you wouldn't just drop the cash on the full version yeah. and get it for travel and stuff? Because then you you at least have that option. Yeah. Um, unless it's unless it's something that adult that adults are going to buy for kids, not in like a weird way, but like parents for for their children. Um, yeah, because, this is a cheaper way to get them into it and make them feel like they are included. Yeah, you can like <laughs> give it to them, and then if they trash it, then it's not as bad. It's I, not as bad. I guess that was the same thing with the 2DS when they brought that out and say, like, oh, it's so that children don't snap it in half because apparently that's the thing with a 3DS. <laughs> I'm baffledly impressed if you can snap yeah, one in half. As a child, I never, I never, I had flip phones and stuff and I never snapped one of those bad No, and I think I was always like, I don't want a 2DS because I know I'm going to scratch the screen where at least you could fold it up and it, you could travel with it in I not a case. Thought, I always thought the 2DS looked ugly as sin. Super ugly and it feels like cheap really really cheap yeah I, I never really bought into handhelds because I was always about graphic fidelity so like got a PS4 I had my Xbox 360 I never got an Xbox One and I got my PC and that's always dummy when it comes to when it comes to consoles I, I literally only have the PS4 now and I got the PS5 I don't know if I'm going to go back to Xbox at any point because I have a PC yeah. and uh, although I'm getting a bit off topic here it's it, it seems irrelevant to have Xbox if you've got a PC, at least in this day and age. Um, so yeah, I. Do you think it'll do well? Um, oh, I don't. I feel like the price point is the biggest selling point for people because they're like, I can't drop two hundred and eighty pound on this one. It's only eighty pound different. Yeah, but that's still a big number to some people. Okay. okay and. Okay. Uh, Will you I be trading like if, yours in for a light? Oh, definitely not. <laughs> would I buy? Would I buy the Pokemon edition just to have because it's really no. pretty? Yes. No, there is no way in hell that I would let you buy. I can spend my money how I want. And then regret it. No. Because you would guilt trip yourself for days afterwards. Yes. You know, if you did that, I'd take you the switch. I'd have that switch. No, you wouldn't because it's got Eevee on the back. You're yeah. like, oh, and you're like, oh, the, the controllers look like poop and sweet corn. <laughs> they do. They're brown and they're brown and yellow. I'll paint over it. Be chill. Anyway, <laughs> um, I so upset. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't see a point in it. A lot of people were like, "Oh, I buy it," and I want to know why. I, I can't grasp 
why you drop especially people a lot of people that I spoke to who already have switches were like oh I'd buy one and it's like well you but why? an idiot why would you do that I don't I, I can't I don't yeah head around it you get a smaller screen you got a little bit more battery life but apparently 30% I now, don't ever notice mine dying anyway apart from if I leave it in like it's case for four days by yeah. accident I'm like Although, oh it needs charging now I've got the switch I've got the switch elite controller I think it's called yeah and that motherfucker is always out of battery if you leave it on the side it just drains battery yeah it's, it's, it's I but don't... the actual thing itself it's fine yeah. I've taken it and played it on the train yeah, take I, it up to my parents. Uh, the converse. I I want to switch kind of when I'm for for, for travel. Um, but it's not even that heavy to bring around the big one. I'm kind of like, well, you got to have a nice case for it. Your games in there anyway, so it's going to be just as chunky as bringing want, the big uh, yeah. one. You're gonna have all, you're, you're gonna want to have a nice case for either of them because they they still have screens that can be scratched. So yeah. you want to go on screen protector. You want a case. I don't. I can't. The only difference is that eighty pound price mark. And the colours. Okay, I'd buy one. If I didn't have one and I wanted to one just based on prettiness levels, I'd buy that yellow one and the Pokemon. Okay. But that's the only other selling point where you're like, oh, it comes in really nice colours. Would you, <laughs> given the choice between the, the 3DS or whatever it's called, 2DS, etc., versus the Switch Lite, would you go, which one would you go for? Uh, would they both in this magical realm have the same games? They both come with no, no games. No games. But do I get, like, the 3D? What I'm asking is, that do they have the same... If no, I, they don't have the same games. The 3DS is 3DS games, and the Switch is Switch games. Hmm. Like... Well, I'd be backtracking then, so I'd have to buy a Switch then. But I'd, if I if they both had, like, the same options of games, and it was just, like, device shape, I'd buy a 3DS because it's way more portable yeah. and it's like well if I'm already going to have a smaller screen I may as well go for the thing that feels more portable and is already potentially got screen protected because you can fold it up and put it in your bag and you don't feel bad about damaging the outside yeah, uh, no, if you're fine. like me whereas if it if it means that I don't get the latest games then I go for a Switch Lite well I just seen the latest games yeah fair enough if they're like itty bitty and you can't put on your big screen Oh my! I didn't mind my 3DS. I just didn't use it for anything. It was just my Pokemon machine, and I still have the DS, which I can play like the world ends with you on. So my my biggest thing I find with the Switch is the controllers. I I can't. The, well, you got big ass hands. Itty bitty buttons. I got well, I got baby hands, and it works fine for me. I don't even need to slot it into that extension thing. It's just, I do. Yeah, well, you got big. I got to use my baby hands. Can't use them. In other news, they released the well. They released information on the special edition of Doom Eternal. Now I looked up a little bit early, and you get a bunch of stuff on it. And um, one of the main things that I've seen is that you get the helmet, which is a full-size wearable version of the Doom helmet. Now I'm a big fan of the Doom since it uh, had its reemergence with. Um, the re-release or the remake of Doom um, and it was phenomenal it's great and I'm really excited for, for Doom Eternal and the collector's edition that's coming out is gonna have um, a steelbook case um, a year one pass uh, I think it's a special sorry it's a special edition uh, steelbook case uh, year one pass demonic slayer skin classic weapon sound pack 
Doom Slayer helmet, full-sized wearable replica of, uh, a playable cassette tape plus download codes for lossless digital copies of Mick Gordon's Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal original soundtracks. I'd probably buy it just for the soundtrack alone because the soundtrack is amazing so good um doom law book and uh one the gift of argent power uh 11 inch by 17 lithograph which to be honest it's pretty good and i think it's coming out at about 200 to 260 i think i think I it's 260 it wasn't it yeah which is a lot but is a lot but i feel at this point there's so many special editions that that generally tends to be the price for them um, I put my pre-order down for the um, Cyberpunk Special Edition, and that was 260 as well. Uh, again, comes with the statue. But I kind of want this, just for the helmet. Yeah, well, isn't that the whole point of the Special Editions? They're trying to entice you with all the extra goodies you get, and yeah. I am totally a sucker for that. Like, I've got Catherine full body on pre-order, and mm-hmm. that's the Special Edition version, and it's because you get a cuddly sheet with it. And when you're going to get... We got the special edition Switch, as you said earlier. Yep. And you wanted to get a special edition of Grizz, didn't you? Yes. Which is how much? It's £65, but because it's shipping from America, it brings it to £91. And then I'm going to get custom fees on top because you know it's going to get caught by those people. And then I'm going to cry a month later when I have to pay those extra fees. But I'm also like... But well, it's a pretty, it. yeah. I've only got like five days left to decide, but I think I'm just going to leave it up to that five days to be like. <laughs> so, by the looks of it, it's $200, the special edition with the helmet that oh, I've just checked so. on. That's on Bethesda's website. website. Uh, so, that's $200. So that's a, it's pretty cheap. But my only concern is is it one size fits all? You <laughs> if you've might, got a big ass head. You might have a big motherfucking head and then you're screwed. Because they did got that. a tiny head. Like they had the. Uh, Bethesda had the helmet that came with Fallout 76. Remember that garbage, garbage, garbage dumpster fire of a garbage game? <laughs> that that had a helmet that came with it with a voice change and everything like that. And the helmet, you could, like, the helmet was not good or high quality from what I saw. You had a seam. Is it silver? Yeah. It's, you have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? I do. I think I do. But I'm like, oh, it's silver. It's got weird pipes going towards the mouth thing. Kind of. I'll show you. But yeah, it, it's, uh, I remember that they had a canvas bag that wasn't a <laughs> canvas bag. It was actually like a bin liner bag with some holes that you can call straps. Pretty much. <laughs> like that was that was the, the thing. That was the helmet. Oh, yeah, that was what I was imagining. Yeah. I think it's silver. It's got some pipe things going to the mouth thing. Kind of. It's got a light pipe on the forehead. Pipe things to the mouth thing, or light thing, on the head thing. For your head thing, For yeah. Your head thing. But like, how do you, like, that would fit my head maybe. But it would look like it wouldn't fit on my head exactly. So how I've do got we, a small ass head. How do we know that that's what they're in? like? How have they measured it? What they made like I'd, on the I'd average just size? Just the average size <laughs> yes. head. Um, One size fits all. But I, at least, so we were talking about this a little bit earlier uh, over coffee, and we were joking about the the condition of the pre-order and the special edition marketplace that you see these days, and the fact that we went through a period that, as far as I'm aware, is over. I may be wrong but the period where the special edition didn't actually come with the fucking game. Yes, we were saying about We Happy Few, where they didn't have the game in the special edition. And that edition. still baffles me. I wonder if... I think um, they had to end up putting it back in, because it was in there, and then when they came... They went to with, Gearbox. Yes, once they got with them. They took it out for some reason. People were like, what the fuck are you playing at? Put it back. 
and they eventually did but it flopped anyway because it was so broken when it, it released it was hugely broken um, it was still exactly the same as when I played it two years prior to it coming out and it was like half the price <laughs> so I, I'm, I may be wrong on this one but I'm just going to check for Borderlands 3 because Borderlands 3 have come out with an edition that comes with a which is the loot chest edition that comes with a giant uh, loot crate or loot chest that's, that's from the game and there's part of me has my inner monologue screaming because I'm pretty certain that doesn't come with the game either because I remember going to pre-order it thinking that I may get it and because I might make for a cool unboxing video but I could have sworn that it didn't actually come with the game now bear in mind this is no I don't think it does this is a £300 special edition. Damn. Um, which is one of the one of the higher end special editions. Yeah, there we go. This edition does not include the game. So that's £300 you're paying. What you do get is a diamond loot chest replica featuring a functional, a functional retractable lid. This chest is perfect for strong, for store, fuck me, what? I can't read today. Uh, for storing your real world loot. Yes, all that loot I have just lying around. Well, I've got some stickers, some jelly beans that could go in there. Um, My jelly beans alone. <laughs> I would do jelly beans can go, <laughs> they can go on that um, box. So you get Borderlands 3 character figures time 10. Um, so you get the whole crew, uh, including the four new Vault Hunters, uh, the fanatical Calypso twins, and some of your favourite characters from the Borderlands universe. Approximately three inches tall. So three inches tall, it's not that big. No, three inches tall. About the average pot one. I think it's a bit smaller than that. A bit smaller that. than that, so that's not that and big. And not going to lie, I feel like the quality, they're coming out of a machine that's spraying the paint on and being a figure snob. Yeah. Like, pop figures, I'm like, I always pick the ones that got the least dodgy paint jobs to them, but for that price, you kind of want them to be nicer than coming out of I think you can buy them separately as well. Okay. I think you can I'd be like, can I have the one with the least janky eyes, please? The one that doesn't look like it's got like lazy eyes set all over the place. <laughs> the one with the pupil in the correct place. There are <laughs> there are statues that we've seen that look like the derp versions of the Disney gifts. Yes. Which are just worrisome. Um, it comes with a Sanctuary 3 snap model. Construct your very own Sanctuary 3 model ship and display it proudly on its included stand. So I think we can clarify from this point onwards it is for your hardcore Borderlands 3 fans that apparently have enough money to spend £300 on a chest and £70 on the game. I'm going to guarantee this is mostly just because people love the shit out of unboxing videos on, yeah. on YouTube. So you know people are going to be getting, YouTubers are going to be going for this one. And I mean, it's really smart that they're going for this demographic, but you know for a fact that it's angled at people who do, do unboxing videos so they can be the fastest one to get it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, you also get uh, Vault Keychains, four of the fuckers. I'll um, use any keychains anyway. You get a cloth galaxy map. Um, you get five art lithographs. That's kind of cool. I like, I like that. that. And a Borderlands 3 steelbook case. That doesn't have the game in it. You just get the case. Oh. oh. Like, why are they even including a steelbook case? A gorgeous metal case for any collector's shelf. That doesn't have the game in it. Yeah. Like, I don't get this when it comes to special editions. I'm actually going to... I'm actually concerned. I'm going to check my... My cyberpunk, just in case special edition, um, because and then we saw what was the other um, special edition that we saw with the fetus in the jar. It was Death Stranding. Death Stranding. That's the one I always get confused between which one you pre-order because I'm like, oh, you got the you're getting a statue. Yeah, you got the fetus in the jar. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you didn't get that. 
It's like, no, I didn't. Um, so I got the... I'm getting the game in the Cyberpunk one and the collector's edition. Now, this is £240. Pounds. Um, but it doesn't really tell me what I've got. Okay, so it gives me a collector's edition box, a game with a case with game... Why? I shouldn't feel happy i shouldn't feel special i get the game i get the game <laughs> i'm paying over 200 pounds and i'm getting the game I'm getting the game Fuck yeah uh collectible steel book with the game inside oh it oh my god uh 25 centimeter or 10 inch statue depicting v against protagonist in action uh hardcover art book metal pin set quadra v-tech metal keychain only one of them because i've only got one set of fucking keys so that's good uh, and i'll take a copy of a visitor's guide to night city sealed in an ncpd evidence bag embroidered patches for all those jackets that I just love to have embroidered um, world compendium detail in the game setting and lore kind of down for that that sounds kind of dope yep uh, postcards from Night City yep. map of Night City and a sticker bomb set uh, digital goodies also include a game soundtrack art booklet featuring a selection of art from the game Cyberpunk 2020 sourcebook and wallpapers for desktop and mobile now I'm biased here because I'm not a big fan of Borderlands but I am so hyped the hype is unreal for Cyberpunk. It is there, and I am excited. Um, but there's just so much there that I'm actually interested in. No, I was going to say, I'm not a fan of either of them, but if I had to pick between what I like the sound of, that sounds like a set where I'd like... I don't need four keychains. I don't need a cloth map. You got a cloth map with a Red Dead Redemption or a map paper map. Yeah, I, got, I was like, I why, why would I want this? You folded it up. And I, yeah. If I framed it, it's got lines in it. Yeah, it's really, really <laughs> folded. I can't iron it. If it's a cloth map, you can iron it. So that's cool. True. But when it's a paper map, it's like, I ironed it and now I've ruined an iron, a map and an ironing board. Bollocks. Yeah. But you know people have done it. Um, I like my prints, all my like art work stuff you get quite a lot of artwork with that one I'm like yeah yeah so that's because I enjoy that but you can print the digital stuff out as you please um plus and the, and the one thing we're talking about going back to the statues is I get one statue here that I imagine because it's a collector's edition is probably well painted hopefully I, again it doesn't say whether it's hand painted or not but I doubt it will be hand painted but yeah. you know you can hope it's quite high quality but the fact is, is it's a large statue not some three inch bullshit yeah and it's is something that you only get with the collector's edition. Now, that being said, I did see the uh, collector's edition for Days Gone, a game that I poorly reviewed and people were, were loving it. I was like, this is dog. This is just dog food. Um, and I saw the statue for that, a statue that I was so tempted to get before when I saw the game I was actually into it. And I remember flicking it and just hearing this hollow echo throughout its base yeah. and then looking at the character and seeing that one eye was looking at the ground and one eye was looking at something far off in the distance. <laughs> Um, and it just felt like if a strong breeze picked up, it would snap. Yeah. And since I've started collecting decent statues and stuff, it's become very noticeable very quickly that when you pick up a statue and go, well, hang on, this, this statue weighs so little. Yeah, once you become a figure snob, you can't go back and pop figures are the only things where you're like, I can accept that this is a tenor. Everybody loves pop figures because they're cheap, they're easy, and nice. they're, there's, you get one... But fucking everything yep. including custom ones for yourself and so. it's not breaking the bank until you want all of them no whereas but, me being a figure snob I'm like oh that one £90 pound? Yeah. yeah special edition a lot of the figures that you get are just not good it's like the Aloy one looked dodgy from Playstation yep. the God of War one looked kind of dodgy but then you look at the sideshow collectibles uh, God yeah. of War one and it's like holy shit but then you're paying it's the price difference that's like 600 compared to what yeah, 150 or so, yeah. yeah but then I mean and I have the Gears of War 3 Marcus Phoenix yep. stood behind me and I think that's quite good is he from the 
his collector's edition yeah from like a game set from Gears of 3 yeah Gears 3 collector's edition so it's not from like a special figure company no 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 it's just he's very nice then I will give them credit where credit is due that's a really nice one but look lots of them like the Assassin's Creed ones we saw they didn't look very nice they were awful but then the Sophitia from Soul Calibur she looked quite nice yeah she looked really cool she was expensive but she was quite nice does it because I know the Japanese are quite into their their um, figures looking amazing. Yeah, it's and I know an that Soul art. Calibur, as far as I'm aware, is a Japanese game. Yeah, so maybe they so were maybe. like, we gotta get it right. She was like seventy pound on her own, yeah. and I was like, I like it, but I don't like it that much. Whereas, I wasn't that happy with it. But then the, the Assassin's Creed statues for Assassin's Creed Odyssey went down in price so quickly. Yes. Like, we could buy both of them for like 30 and yeah. I was like the poses are nice I thought about but it. the paint jobs I thought about it because I was like I just want statues give me I just saw the special things um, the League of Legends statues are coming out that are really really nice as well yes but uh, we don't we're getting way, way off topic special editions special editions <laughs> um, have you got any planned you got- I've got the Catherine one which I pre-ordered and yeah. then I was on the fence about getting the Zelda one but obviously that sold out without me even knowing which Zelda one was that the one, the one that comes out in September, which is the, okay, remake. Yeah, 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 the remake, and it comes with the steel bookcase and the art book, and I really wanted that for the art book, and Pretty that was seventy pound, and now it's sold out everywhere. And can I you can not just get the art book separately. No, oh. <laughs> so you have to get it. So I can only get it off eBay for like hundred and fifty already, and it's not even out. <laughs> I, I <laughs> it people, makes me angry. It's like ticket scalpers. It's I horrible. Just irks me. It's like why? Why you gotta be a dickhead? That's not fair. Yeah. I know I was slow, but I didn't think it would sell out, which I is my bad. I um, didn't realise that there was a limit on these things. I just thought they'd... You've got to be there. you got to be there. Well, I thought pre-orders were one of those things where it's like, oh, you pre-order it so that they make enough and then potentially... If no, it not these days. Ah. Oh, not these days. That's how it works in kind of figure pre-orders, stuff. Pre-orders are there so you can be a smug fucker to all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> who were like oh I was going to get special edition but it sold out and then you can be like yeah bitch I got one fuck you and then you can't actually afford it when it comes out so then you look like a bit of a dick yeah that's generally how that's it that's how I feel now about not getting it but uh, <laughs> but I, I I might probably order 90% the the Gris one Gris yeah the Gris thing. one's probably not bad I mean if I can if I can spend 240 on a Cyberpunk special edition I'm certain you can afford oh but one. I collect too many shiny things that cost too much your shiny things are cool like, have you ordered the My Little Pony one um, very I want it so bad <laughs> but then I once I begin that then I need all of them no and I'm no you collect more uh, comic book statues I haven't brought any out recently Catwoman comes out in the summer I want to look at doing getting some uh, of sideshow collectibles ones because they do some very 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 at nice least you statues. can put them on layaway I feel like when they offer schemes for these like really large sets where you don't have to throw the full chunk of it straight yeah. away when they do it in monthly installments I'm like for someone like me that's much it's, it's I think it's way more enticing and I think more people would do it if you could just be like paying off yeah. £40 a month before the release and then on release you paid the full amount so you're not like then being sad waiting for it yeah <laughs> being like I'm still paying it off <laughs> I want the God of War oh here's a question what do you think about collector edition consoles because remember when Spider-Man came out, they had the Spider-Man Oh, I wanted console. that so bad. <laughs> and, but it looked bad because it was shiny. The controller was shiny, but the console was nice. No, the, the console was shiny. It, the console was matte, but it looked kind of like flimsy. But the, I really wanted the Kingdom Hearts one. I wanted the... Um, but, I, I kind of regret not getting the God of War one, but apparently like, it had a penis on it. 
<laughs> it had a shiny controller and then the console wasn't matte. Or maybe that's the one I'm thinking of where the controller was like a shiny silver like the PS2. Yeah. But so I'm, then... I'm pretty certain that the, the Spider-Man one, the controller was matte and the PlayStation was shiny. Because that's, yes, that's what they said. and then you touched it and it had fingerprints. And it had fingerprints. <laughs> and that's why it was bad. Um, I, thought, I always find that the console ones are some of the shoddiest ones. I like the one... The, what was the blue edition they did recently? I think it was, it was nice the PlayStation the special, anniversary. special anniversary. I really liked that, and I've seen that a few times. They in were person. unlimited numbers, weren't they? There and was like three thousand. You got or like something. a code in the back of your PlayStation that was like your owner of number two hundred and sixty-eight. It's really be like, pretty though, and I like you. I got a higher number than you, bitch. The Days of Play one that came out recently. I was considering trading in my old one to yeah. get that one because that was just <clears> a nice little extra bit with the. Little square XO triangle yeah, mark yeah, on it, that, yeah, no. and the controller matched, and it didn't have like a pattern on it, so it wasn't really going to matter. That it was still going to be sat on a shelf, but I wanted the Kingdom Hearts one. Let it come out in your <laughs> No. <laughs> I might replace. I'm going to probably wait to PS5 before replacing my console. I, I think. Well, yours is. Mine's new. Mine's like two is, years old. The, yeah, mine is one of the first edition ones, so it sounds. Angry. We might just have a look at upgrading yours then. Well, yours looks sleek and mine looks like chunky. Yours sounds like that, uh, it's about to go through a bat wall, a flat. <laughs> <laughs> and then just flip everyone on the finger as it bursts into flames yeah, flying across I probably the night will. sky. If it gets any worse, I'll trade it in. But I might be able to last because they think it's going to come out. 2020. Christmas time. Next so year. Yeah. So you got you still got another year to make it. So no. I'd still get, if I traded it in next week, it would still have a good amount of play fuck yeah and I'd still not probably get a Playstation 5 to like a few years afterwards knowing me yeah. anyway um, when next we're going to talk about some cinema me and Fluff are big big fans of going to the cinema often um, literally anything we'll go for we'll, we'll watch horrors to Disney stuff to trashy uh, comedies etc anything we'll give it a go once um, there's been a few movies that we've been excited for recently we saw the new Spider-Man which was sick it was good so so good so much better than the first one yeah. um, well we, the first one wasn't bad but I always say it was a nice film and if you describe things as nice it's, it's not bad word. it's just nice it's like oh what colour is your favourite colour beige oh you boring fucker <laughs> It's um, just it's, nice. It's okay. It was meh. Vulture was good. Vulture was sick. The story was just a bit meh, but it's that, an origin that was story. The big, that was the big thing, is there was no moments in uh, Far From Home like there was in uh, Homecoming when Michael Keaton opened the door and it was Liz's dad was the Vulture. And you were like, dun, dun, dun. And it was like, fuck, this is... Well, we all knew Jake Gyllenhaal's bad guy. Oh, is that a spoiler? Well, no. Yes, kind of. Oh, sorry. Well, well, you you didn't know, did you? Because you didn't know who Mysterio was. If anybody no. has ever watched the Spider-Man cartoons or anything like that, you know that... Um, you know who Mysterio is. Well, I only knew that he was going to be a bad guy because uh, Jake Gyllenhaal... Is always the bad Yeah, guy. exactly. He always plays the character that you know something's a little bit not right the with them. The nicest guy in Hollywood turns out to be the biggest villain in every film. Yeah, or just even if he's like the good guy, he's got really negative Except qualities. In life. in life he was alright, or life was a shit film. I thought he turned into the alien. I no. thought he was a bad guy. 
No, well, he doesn't turn into the alien. No, he's a good guy. Because he, he jettisons himself and he was like, I'll kill myself and the alien as well oh. and you can survive. But the, the alien switches the pods. Yes. So the woman's pod gets blasted off into space and she goes and dies a lonely, cold death. And he lands on Earth uh, with the uh, E.T. but fucked up sort of doing its thing in its pod. And, la, 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 yeah. taking over your planet. Pretty much. Because <laughs> that's when he lands in like Mexico or something and they open the door and he's like no 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 and then they, they all get killed yeah fun shit um, but we watched one of the most baffling fucking films that I think we've ever seen in the cinema kind of like Red Sparrow where we both kind of wanted to be like this is what the fuck Red Sparrow was just awkward <laughs> yeah Red Sparrow was like watching porn with your parents in fact so was this so we watched Midsommar which is written by the gentleman who did Hereditary which was quite a good horror film. Yeah. Um, even if it was a bit confusing towards the end for the average patron. Um, <clears throat> but Midsummer makes confusing at the end for the average patron, patron, sorry, sound like just a standard trip to the cinema because this film was all kinds of fucked up. Now, I will preface this, that we had one of the most annoying fuckers that I've ever had. But then it also... Oh. If we ignore that guy, and then the two people behind us made it way more fun because they were just in hysterics yes. throughout that film. I think they felt about as uncomfortable as we did throughout that entire film. So, um, the the first gentleman, an older gentleman, so I don't know if perhaps he was losing it a little bit or just he wasn't quite yeah. used to the cinema, which is why I didn't say anything. Because normally, if somebody... So, I'll preface this on what he was doing. The guy was talking to the film yeah the entire film if someone said hello in that film he would respond with hello and it was like you're not funny I don't know if you're trying to be funny you just start to piss me off and he would do it throughout the entire film and I was getting more and more aggravated um, but he was as I say an older gentleman so don't really know what's going on or anything like that so I didn't say anything as if it had been like a younger person I might have said something but he was he was getting on my fucking nerves and then the two uh, I think it was a couple who were sat behind us yes they were cool because <laughs> they found everything about as hilarious as we found it yeah I was keeping my composure until they started bursting out laughing and making comments yes. about the film and then I lost my shit I was like I am so uncomfortable now because they yeah. are so uncomfortable and it just made it more enjoyable yes. that way because I was like I don't know what to think otherwise, but they're saying it for me and they're yeah. laughing. So now I don't feel as weird that I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> so to give you a brief overview of what Midsummer is about, um, a <clears throat> girl, I can't remember her fucking name. It's that forgettable. Her, something tragic happens within the first five minutes of the film and her and her on the rocks boyfriend head to the Netherlands, isn't it? Sweden. Is it Sweden. Head to Sweden for with, with a bunch of uh, their schoolmates, I think university or college, American college, who are studying um, their anthro... Fuck, what's it called? I don't know what they were studying. She was the in anthro- psychology. She's, like, she's a psychologist and the rest, I think, are anthropologists, which study which is like study of people, etc. Or something like that. Someone will correct me. Um, <laughs> so they were going out there because one's uh, Chidi from A Good, a Good Place is in it. Yeah, well, again, I don't know what his name in the film that, was. Which is like, Chidi was in it, so we're going to oh, yeah, go. I don't know what his name in the film was. But um, he's doing his thesis based on these people, and her dick boyfriend, who you hate for the entire fucking film, is there to figure out what he's doing with his life. Um, anyway, they get there, and shit's kind of weird. They're doing mushrooms, yeah. and it goes from bad to worse. And it has this current like horror plot based on the tragedy that happened to a girl that is dropped 
faster than anything else. It's just fucking weird. I don't know whether it's just to remind you whether she's in a bad place or not. Yeah. But it's it's it's, it's just bizarre. Um, and then they get there and stuff starts getting weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder. And it, it follows the same beats in Hereditary where it, it, it like... Exactly the it, same. Yeah, it ticks these like boxes where it's like, stuff's getting creepy, this is kind of unsettling, that's a bit out of place, foreshadowing, foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Yeah. And then... But, but never quite makes you as tense. There's a fucked up scene, which is about a uh, a ritual, uh, which happens to the elder people in this village, because the people in the village only live to a certain age, and then something happens. And that was quite shocking, I think. Yes, that was. That was quite, but it wasn't the, the same way and shocking that I felt about Hereditary, with that... With the interaction with the post yes <laughs> so, trying to stay away from spoilers you'll probably get that if you've seen the film yeah um, that so was I don't shocking. think that's in the trailer because I don't think I watched the trailer what for uh, Hereditary Midsommar no we did we saw it when it was in the cinema oh, yeah that's, that's not in the trailer it. then and in the trailer it shows this inbred kid and it makes this inbred kid to be a major fucking player in the film yeah but he appears three times. Maybe even twice. <laughs> and and it's fucking weird. I never quite understand or explains what's going on. And I came back and we did it like we did with Hereditary where we watched a YouTube video to explain the ending just to see if we were being stupid and missed something really obvious. Mm. And it goes through it. And apparently this film's actually a film about breaking up. And it's like, I don't know what sort of breakups you've gone through, but what the fuck is going wrong with your life? Because if this is your comparison to going through breakups, you emo motherfucker. Because <laughs> it's just weird. I've we, uh, we walked out of film at the film and I saw a, uh, a guy that I knew from work and I had to be like, dude, was that film as fucking weird as it seemed? Because I can't get my head around whether it was just odd or was it just pretentious or was it actually shit? Yeah. <laughs> was <laughs> it, it was... clever? I guess no. in some ways it could be clever, but I. I think uh, maybe in book format it might have been a clever sort of. This is what a breakup feels like. Yeah, I think cause I was so expecting it to be like a horror film, and then it was just a giant metaphor. Yeah. That maybe that's why I'm like, it's not what I went in for. But, therefore, I'm not happy with the outcome. I was promised a weird cultist film, and I got some. I get I got a weird cultist film, but it didn't make any sense if you took it away just as a cultist film. Yeah. So there was it was so it was these beats where it introduced this whole big tragedy at the start. Yes. And then that was like Forgotten. The, yeah, that was the anchor point where it started her decline. Why she was so why the main character was so accepting of this new cult. Yeah. But it's like, well, did the cult perhaps do something it's like no they didn't yeah someone said like in one of the videos we watched there's no there was some flowers in the parents there's bedroom. only a, yeah there's like a wreath next to their bed and it's like well that is a very fucking tedious link yeah whereas some of the <clears> other <throat> links i mentioned like i won't say because that is a major spoiler uh at the beginning of the film that was like on her wall oh yeah yeah, yeah the no. foreshadowing in the film yeah. yeah um so it and then it kind of there's there's multiple like dream sequences and stuff where she oh no sorry there's one dream sequence and there's one mirror reflection where it's like <gasps> spoops yeah and then there's no and then it's kind of dropped and it then becomes this story about a breakup it looks like somebody wanted to do a traditional horror film with cultist elements and then they were like do you know what's a better idea because the producers say this is a better idea this is what we're gonna do and it felt like it just sort of fell apart yeah a lot of the characters 
unlike most horror films, uh, bad stuff happens to them off screen. And not yeah. in an off screen way like it did in Hereditary, where it focuses on a different character and how they react to the situation. But somebody will walk off and then you'll see Yeah. Maybe just something hinting to the fact that they're dead. And then I was really confused too. They were at some points like I, after the film, I was like, "Who is this person?" You're like, yeah. "Oh, it was this guy." I'm like, "It never really where? expresses what happened to them." Yeah, like, there's one bit where uh, a scream rings out, and you it then zooms in on multiple different people hearing this scream. Yeah, but you ain't got a fucking clue what happens to them. No. They just turn up later, and then less alive than they started. And it's just like, well, that's maybe like. So I get it. Maybe it's this whole subterfuge of a, of a horror film, but it's never unsettling enough to feel like a horror film. Yeah, I just felt ill towards the end. Yeah. Not in the not in the good way that I wanted to feel ill. I just felt like I wanted to just stop. Yeah. And that made me that just because it it was gross that made me feel ill, but not in the good horror film way. I didn't even feel way. like it was it was gross that made me feel. Oh Ill. no, the last bit I felt really like ah, oh, ready to go now. The. Uh, very last bit yeah okay <laughs> yeah the, the major spoiler of it <laughs> so i i as being a horror film fan the trailer for the new annabelle film scared the shit out of me <laughs> but in that film i felt unsettled for the first third after which i just felt heavily confused yeah and then towards the last sort of sections of the film i was just like I have not been a- been able to follow the narrative enough to get to this point where I am indebted enough to the film to want to see it all the way through. Yeah. I all the characters that I want to see interesting stuff and like what exactly going on with them, it's it's muted it. Even though this is an eighteen rated film. Yeah. And do you know why it's an eighteen rated film? Because there's penis. Penis. So Pe- many penises. There's penis. There's bush and there's boobs. <laughs> and it, again, it felt like watching porn with your parents. It was really, really fucking weird. Uh, um, yeah. Neither of us particularly liked it. Would you watch it again? No. Would you recommend it? No. Would Especially you? when you got to pay for it. That's why I'm always like, for us, we don't mind seeing films and being disappointed because like, at least we didn't technically pay for yeah, it. Yeah, we do get monthly. We pay monthly and get a limit. Because card. I think otherwise that would have been £12.50 to go see that film. I whereas fucking pissed. Yeah. £12.50 for tickets. X amount of drinks. You're talking about 20, 30 quid. Yeah. petrol to get there or gas to get there so I'm always like oh maybe that's why when I have to pay for a film I like it more because I'm like I spent I so much like money <laughs> I think that's one of the major things and it's one of the reasons why I, I try and be critical about the things that I watch and the things that I play is is you know you go to work sometimes <laughs> and you you make money via time so your time has made that money and then you spend that money on the game and the equation just comes down to was my time to make that money worth the time that I got out of the object that I spent it on? Yeah. And it's like I so what it's twelve it's it's twelve pounds to see a film. So if Roughly. you're talking talk minimum wage, it's two hours worth of your job. Yeah. You go into a film, it's generally around two hours length. Now if you come out of that feeling as bad as you felt at work, or worse, <laughs> it's like what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Anyway, folks, um that is about all we've got time for today. I hope you've enjoyed Hanging out with Fluff and Groff for this podcast. You enjoyed it? Yeah. Do you think you're doing another one? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I think I'm probably doing another one as well. Um, if you've got any topics that you want us to have a look at, if you've got any films you think we should watch or games you think we should play, let us know. You can find me at Twisty Shape on Twitter or over on Twitch four days a week at twitch.tv forward slash Twisty Shape. Where can they find you? At Emmation on Twitter. How do you spell that? Uh, E-double-M-A-Mation. Mation. M-A-T-I-O-N. 
no one find me on Twitter. I post a lot about cats. It's either at Emma M Animation yeah. or at Emma Fluffy. No. Is that not the one? No. Oh. Uh, my Instagrams. Is that your Instagram? <laughs> I, I don't have. I have two Instagrams. I don't think anyone should follow me on social media. <laughs> Why not? If you like cats and cats you like feeling poop about yourself with a friend, that's me. Dark and foreboding, I like it. <laughs> I love. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, we'll be releasing these uh, fortnightly. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. That is Spotify, um, iTunes, and the other ones that I can't remember. Stuff. There's so many. Any final thoughts? No. No? Yeah, fine. No thoughts left here. <laughs> Ta-ra!